This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I'd like to start off the podcast today with a quote from Norman Vincent Peale. He says, become a specialist in doing the, quote, wholly impossible, the things that, quote unquote, can't be done. I have always been inspired by a story that I heard from Tim Ferriss in his um, massively popular uh, and successful book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Um, he mentions how he had a job where he was making a lot of phone calls. I don't know if it was you know telephone sales or something like that. And basically, he found out that you know everybody was grinding from about eight or nine in the morning until five o'clock at night. And so he started doing that because that's what everybody was doing. You're just pounding the phones. You're just making phone call after phone call after phone call, and you're getting through, you know. To, to very few people. You're not really having a lot. There's not a lot of efficiency in that. And he tells a story in the four-hour work week about how he decided that he was going to come in early and make calls before everyone else typically was making their sales calls, and that he would then um, not work throughout the day, this window where people were you know, typically making their calls. He wouldn't work then, but instead he would work a few hours after five, like at six and seven o'clock at night. And what he found was that his efficiency was much higher because the so-called gatekeepers, the secretaries and the people who would answer the phone instead of the real decision makers weren't in the office during those times. They were in the office during the normal sort of eight to five workday. And so he found that he was very successful with that technique of just coming in early, making his calls, you know, a few hours earlier uh, than the normal start time and a few hours later. And that story really, it impacted me because, and I think it impacted a lot of people, that's why his book is so successful, because it, it makes sense that we are often beating our heads against a wall. And it's like it's not working, and we know that it's not working. But instead of, you know, finding a different way, we can very often um, convince ourselves that the work is simply impossible. Nobody can do it. Uh, nobody can work under these conditions. No one can succeed in this economy. A person with my personality type or my lack of education or my background can't succeed with this particular endeavor. It's impossible. And so when, when Norman Vincent Peale says to become a specialist in doing the wholly impossible, the uh, things that you quote unquote can't do, he's of course challenging the definitions of those things that are impossible or those things that you can't actually do. And what I found in my own life is that very often when I think I can't do something, uh, I, I really can. I just need to find a new way. I need to find a new paradigm, um, you know, upon which to operate or under uh, need to operate under a new paradigm. And so one of the things that I've adopted uh, is called the solutions mindset. And it's something that um, I've drawn together from my own personal experiences and from listening to other um leaders and others who are getting things done. And the solutions mindset basically says there is a way. It might not look how I thought it was going to look. It might take 
longer than I thought it was going to take, and it might require a different kind of sacrifice or more sacrifice than I ever thought, but it is possible. This task, this thing that I want to accomplish, it is possible. I just have to be creative in finding a solution for it. And what I have found is that when I am really operating under the solutions mindset, I find myself doing the impossible. I find myself doing the things that not only I have felt that I couldn't do, but that other people feel can't be done either. Anytime that I catch myself uh, thinking or feeling or saying like, nobody can do this. You know, this, this can't be done. And I've said that a lot with my, uh, with my teaching, you know, as a public high school science teacher, many of the things that I'm asked to do just feel impossible and I get it. And, and maybe some of it really truly is maybe, but on the other hand, maybe there are creative solutions that just need to be devised. And so, you know, I'm such a huge advocate of personal responsibility and finding a way if you really want to do something. And I I challenge you to operate in this manner as well. Whenever you come up against things and you're tempted to say, well, this is impossible or I could never do that, or I don't have the education, I can't do that. Well, it might work for so-and-so, but it can't work for me. Whenever you find yourself saying or thinking those sort of things, stop for a moment and challenge that belief. And one of my favorite things to do with the solutions mindset is to actually stop and say, okay, maybe this is impossible, but supposing that that it's not, what would I need to do in order to to make this happen? You know, what what would somebody who is able to do this thing, what would they do? Or you can even ask it like this. If I was the type of person who could do this thing, who would I be? What would I be like? What skills would I have? What habits would I either have developed or have broken, right? And when you look at things in this way, under the solutions mindset, I think you find that the impossible um, really becomes possible, just in a new way. And that's more than anything, that's where I get stuck. Um, And, you know, maybe that's where you're stuck as well, is feeling like it has to be done this way. Well, I can't have success in this way. You know, with my online business, I made a new commitment. I've I've done a lot of online businesses uh, and some have been successful. Most haven't. Okay. But I made a commitment with this latest venture that I was going to work on it until I succeeded or I died. And just, you know, very simply, it's a do or die mentality because I love what I'm doing. I love the company. I love the product. And I want to, you know, I want to succeed um, in this business venture. And it's not just for me. It's for, um, you know, those who are going to be impacted by our products and for building a great legacy company. And I just believe so much in what I'm doing, but it is hard. And I have very little to show for it right now at this time. One thing I had shared in an earlier podcast was that I was working on a sales page and I was very much afraid of launching the sales page because I felt like if I launched the sales page and it wasn't successful, 
that would be more painful than just never completing it. But I powered through and I, I told you all in the podcast that I would, uh, and I'm a man of my word. I powered through, I created the, the sales page and I launched my ad campaign and I'm glad that I did. The hard work's not over. There's still a lot of work to be done in tweaking everything. But my point is simply this, okay? When you think something is impossible, when you're really struggling, like I'm talking about when you are like trying for like the the hundredth time to lose weight, like a new diet plan, a new gym plan, new workout plan, right? You've got a new accountability partner. You've launched a new business. You're moving into a new career path. Whenever you're moving into that sort of territory um, and, and you feel, uh, you know, th- that there's something new that can be birthed, okay, it's really easy to go, go, go for a little while and then hit a wall and then just tell yourself, oh, you know, I was wrong. This is impossible. I can't win uh, in this particular thing that I want to do. It's just very easy to get to that point and to hit that wall. And when you do, I believe you're telling yourself a lie. And you might really believe it, okay? You you might think that it's true, but that doesn't change the fact that it's a lie. Just because you bought in, you believe the lie, it doesn't change the fact a lie is simply something that is not true. So if you're believing something that's not true, you're believing a lie, even if you, ironically, paradoxically enough, are the one who's telling the lie to yourself and you actually believe it, okay? So when you tell yourself that's impossible, I can't do that. Okay, I'm not that type of person. I could never, okay, when you say those sorts of things, I believe that you're telling yourself a lie and you're buying into it. So why not operate under this paradigm? Why not operate as if you can do the things that you really want to do? Not that it's going to be easy or that you're always going to have a step-by-step plan or a formula or even a vague idea of how you're going to get from A to B, okay? You may not have any of those things. It will likely take trial and error. Maybe blood, sweat, and tears are involved. But ultimately, it's my belief, and I want to impart it to you as well, that you can succeed. The impossible does not have to be impossible. There are amazing things that the human race has accomplished that for a long time, people probably would have said, well, you know, that's impossible. Okay. Putting, you know, putting men into the air, flying in planes, right? Moving into outer space, landing on the moon, right? Putting a rover on Mars. I mean, we've done so many incredible things as humans, and yet we limit ourselves so frequently. Man, I would just challenge you and encourage you not to do that. Do not limit yourself and your potential, but make it a habit to consistently perform impossible tasks through tenacity, through creative thinking, and really through a desire to succeed with a belief that you actually can. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.